Hi friends, salut mes amis. You're listening to Catch Me in the Kitchen Audio Snacks, bite-sized stories and music. I'm your host, Professor Pineapple, Professor Anana. Aujourd'hui, today, we're joined by storyteller Stephen Lafrenier, who would tell The Fox and the Great Blue Heron. Salut Stephen, thanks for joining us. Bonjour, Professor Anana. I'm happy to be here. Aesop was a Greek storyteller from 600 BCE. Imagine, variations of his stories have been told for over 2,000 years. Now, this Aesop fable is actually called the Fox and the Stork. Why change it to the Fox and the Great Blue Heron? Oui, c'est vrai. That's true. It is called the Fox and the Stork. You don't find storks this far north, and I like to use Canadian settings in my stories, so I changed the stork to a Great Blue Heron. Fun! Okay, here we go. The Fox and the Great Blue Heron. La renarde et le grand héron bleu. Once there was a fox, Yun Renard, who lived in the woods just outside Rockwood, Ontario. One morning, as she was basking in the warm sun, she thought back to when she was young. She had grown up with eight brothers and sisters. Since she was the youngest, her parents tended to spoil her. She also recalled the tricks her siblings played on each other. Tricks like hide and pounce, or her favorite, special delivery. That was switching the food mom and dad brought back to the den for clumps of dirt. Her oldest brother would push everyone aside and take a big bite of mud. She also remembered with some smugness that she herself had never fallen for a trick. She thought to herself, Oh, if only there was someone here now who I could play a trick on. She looked up into the sky and saw a great blue heron, un grand errant bleu, flying gracefully over the trees. Who is that? she said to herself. She ran along the path in the woods, jumping over fallen branches, zigzagging around trees. Hey there! Wait up! Who are you? Where are you going? shouted the fox, La Renarde. The heron, Le Heron, did not hear her. La Renarde ran faster. Le Heron began to descend. His feet lightly stroked the surface of a small pond and then in a single motion swung forward to land. He was hungry and needed a break for lunch before continuing his journey. Fish, poisson, would be a perfect meal. He stood patiently watching the water. The fox, La Renarde, arrived at the edge of the pond. Hey there! Hello! Bonjour! Le Heron stood watching the water. Don't you hear me? Don't you hear me talking to you? You must hear me. I've been running and calling out to you. Le Heron turned slowly. Oh, bonjour! Hello to you. I'm sorry, my red-headed friend. Mon ami, I didn't hear you. Okay, well, you can hear me now. Where are you from? Le Heron had turned back to watching the water intently. I've never seen you before. Where are you from? Without turning away from the water, Le Heron said, I'm from South Carolina in the States. 
What are you doing here in Ontario? Le Heron continued watching the water. How rude, impoli, thought La Renarde. Why was he ignoring her? How dare he ignore her? How rude, impoli, thought Le Heron. Couldn't she see that he was fishing? Without looking up, he said, I don't mean to be impoli. If you wouldn't mind being quiet for a while, I'm trying to catch a fish, un poisson. La Renard couldn't believe what she had just heard. No one had ever ignored her or spoken to her like this. She said to herself, How dare you! She decided then and there to play a trick on him. After all, he deserved it. She thought for a moment and said, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were fishing. No one fishes here because, well, there's no fish. Poisson, here. That's why it's called Fishigon Pond. Fishigon Pond. Come to my den for lunch. I'll make you some fish soup. Soup de poisson. The heron's stomach grumbled approval. That's most kind of you. Great. Come at two o'clock. Just fly straight west from here. My place is beside the big white rock on the ridge. Le Heron arrived promptly on time. He could smell wild mushrooms, leeks, and the sweet scent of poisson, fish. La Renard came out of her den with a deep bowl of soup and a shallow dish of soup. She placed the shallow dish in front of Le Heron. Dig in! La Renard stuck her snout into her bowl and began to eat. Le Heron dipped his long beak into la soup, but the plate was so shallow, his beak hit the bottom before he could get anything in his mouth. Oh, what's the matter? Don't you like it? I made it just for you. Le Heron was insulted by the trick, but remained calm and polite. He curtly thanked la renarde and left. La Renard watched Le Heron fly away. Welcome to Ontario! When Le Heron met up with his friends, ses amis, they could see how upset he was. He told them the story. How rude! Impoli! Yeah, our neighbors uh, here are normally very polite. Many of us Heron come to Ontario this time of year, you know, to see old friends and make new ones. I'd complain to the tourist council if I were you. How dare that Renard treat me like this? I'd teach her a lesson, but my parents taught me never to act out of anger. Well, that's one thing you can do, said an old Heron, listening to all the ruckus. And you don't have to be angry. In fact, it works better if you're not. He told Le Heron his idea. Le Heron flew back to the fox's den and found her napping outside. Bonjour, he said. La Renarde opened her eyes. Um, oh, yeah, bonjour. 
Le Heron smiled and said, Where I come from, it's customary to return a kindness. Please join my friends, mes amis, and I for dinner tonight. La Renard accepted, and Le Heron flew off. La Renard arrived fashionably late, greeted all Le Heron, and sat down at the table. Thank you for coming. I've prepared a special soup de poisson my grandmother taught me how to make. Please enjoy it. Le Heron placed two long-necked bottles of la soupe on the table. He graciously dipped his beak into his bottle and pulled out a large piece of poisson, flicked it into the air, and caught it in his gullet. La Renard stuck her tongue into her bottle, but it wasn't long enough. She tried very hard but couldn't reach la soupe. What's the matter? Don't you like it? I made it especially for you. Then all Le Heron laughed at Le Renard and made slurping sounds. How dare you trick me like this? Le Renard ran all the way back home. Le Heron called out after her. Listen, mon ami. Do not play tricks on people unless you can stand the same treatment yourself. Remember, if you can't take it, don't dish it out. Or shall I say, fish it out. The End La Fin I really enjoyed that. It was a pleasure being here. Friends, we'd love to see a drawing you've done based on today's story. You can share yours through our website, catchmeinthekitchen.com, and we'll post them on our story fridge. Hey, look who just came into the kitchen. My friend Birkin. That means she has a funny joke for us. Ready? What vegetable is the most fun to be around? The answer is fungi. <laughs> Thanks, Birkin. Now, before we say goodbye, I want to share a sample from our Catch Me in the Kitchen audio adventure called Pigs, Princesses, and One Tough Turtle. See if you can guess which classic tale this is from. Day after day, Theodore bowed to each new princess until eventually all the royal carriages, Calèche Royale, left and the castle, Le Chateau, was quiet again. He returned to the oak tree in the courtyard. The queen, La Reine, found him there and said, So, who are we marrying? I'm not sure. I'm not even sure they liked me, let alone loved me. I told you that the important thing is that you approve of them. And what's not to love with their fancy jewels and crowns? I suppose. Were they all real princesses? Hmm, good question. It's hard to tell these days. What we need is a test. A test for a real princess. Une vraie princesse. I shall think on it. And to think on it, I need chocolate raspberries. Servant! Did you guess? Oui, that was the princess and the pea. Parents and caregivers can order the audiobook of Pigs, Princesses, and One Tough Turtle, 
or buy a copy of the paperback version by going to our website, catchmeinthekitchen.com. Well, that's it for today's audio snack. Thanks to Stephen for the fox and great blue heron. Thanks to Berkin for the joke, as well as the episode illustration. Merci mes amis for listening. We love sharing our stories with you. Remember, we have a new audio snack every other week, so check back soon. And you might also see some new artwork inspired by our stories on our website. Thank you, as always, to our creative team. Liz Pouncet, Jeanette Moore, Stephen Lafrenier, Tim Freeman, The Pickled Peppers, Red Velvet Revolution, and, of course, Berkin. See you soon. A bientôt.